Hey, thanks for picking me up. Uh, this is Ding Donger with Matt Bronger. Uh, for those of you uh, who want to call in, I will uh, get the number for you right about now. The Funk Soul Brother. Check it out now. Funk Soul Brother. Uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, really cool calls. Um, uh, try to get uh, people to talk about uh, their holidays. So if you have any uh, questions or need some advice about the holidays, it is... Um, the most wonderful uh, slash horrible time of the year, depending. Uh, that is the the pendulum of life, as we know. Uh, when there's potential for greatness, there's also potential for horribleness. So uh, give us a call at 323-776-3609. Again, that's 323-776-3609 um, for our dear Ding Donger, which has become most of the show. I am still a guy who will hitchhike into your life for half an hour, entertain you, uh, 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 give you a little poke in the cheek, twist your nips, if you're a dude. Only if you're a dude. Uh, and uh, and, and uh, have a good time with you. But at the same time, now we have a bit of a dialogue. It's one-sided. Uh, we choose uh, whose calls get through and everything. But uh, the fun thing is, I don't hear them until uh, Andrew, my producer, picks them out. And so I, I never know it's coming. So speaking of which, uh, let's hear the first call. Matt Bronger, Fat Donger. Uh, this is Curtis, a fellow Oregonian and a summertime girl. Uh, my favorite thing about the summer are the dragonflies. I think dragonflies are cool as shit, and I love seeing them fly, fly around and all that. Um, but today at lunch, I was kind of wondering how come we don't see them during the winter months. Uh, do they hibernate? Do they fly south for the winter where it's warmer? Um, so I did some research and found out, no, they all, they all just die. All of them. No survivors. And that kind of made me sad. You know, it was kind of a uh, kind of a bummer learning that. It wasn't as magical as I thought it was. But it made me think about this question for you. Um, what sad truths about the world of stand-up comedy or, like, the TV industry have you learned where before you became successful, you thought things may have been more magical or glamorous? Uh, thank you for taking my question, and thank you to the producer that has to sort out all the weirdos. Well, first off, thanks for being a long-time uh, listener, so you know the deal. I appreciate it. Let me just say, Summertime Curtis is one of the best handles I've ever heard. Uh, you should call yourself that. Um, well, Summertime Curtis, I, I, I like how you set it up with uh, you know, what sounded at first. I thought you were going to ask me what happens to the dragonflies in the summer, and it's like, well, you know, the one, the one thing we generally go by on the show is uh, uh, could you Google it first? kind of thing. Is it something that, you know, you might not learn from uh, experience, but I like when people share facts, so that's awesome that I, I know that sad thing. <laughs> they don't just go away. No, the dragonflies, Curtis, they don't just go to grandma's farm for a, for a, for a, for a season and then come back uh, like a happy version of Pet Cemetery. No, um, yeah, evidently they die. I didn't know, I didn't know that. I, too, like dragonflies. Um, my... Uh, my girlfriend, uh, or girlfriend, excuse me, wife, Jesus Christ, uh, it's only been a month. She she maintains this day she was bit by one or stung or something. And I'm like, I don't think they do that. And I'm sure they do. I don't think she's lying. Like, what a dumb lie to say, you know. Oh, I, I once made out with a bear. What, like a hairy gay man that's fat? Nope. An actual bit. They don't do that. How would you know? That's a better lie. Bit by a dragonfly. But whatever. I don't think she's lying. But to your question, yeah, man. I mean, shit, how much time do you have 
for all the <laughs> all the disappointments I've discovered since when I I started out or I, or I was a kid. Um, you know, uh, I think I I think you know. I mean, let me let me just try to pick one. It I, I guess I I guess I started out generally pretty realistic about how things might or might not go. Um, I uh, I I'm, I'm I. I I think I think once once you get into seeing the difference between like um, uh, pe- people that are in it for the art or you know or even or even just to make a living, and people who are in it just to get rich or to get super famous. When you when you and it, there's I think we all have a mix of all four of those things, uh, but when there's people that are just the second two, and are and you 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 will meet some of the the most two faced people. Um, you've ever come across, and and it is it is an industry where sociopathic and sociopaths, uh, sociopathic tendencies and sociopaths definitely thrive. Um, so the, I, I guess the, I guess the the disappointing thing was how I I th- I thought that kind of thing would only exist. Uh, uh, my babe in the woods thing was I thought that was more for only like when you get to the real money. You know, like blockbuster movies or like um, uh, massive television series or whatever. I didn't think you'd find that as much in the field of comedy, but of course you do, um, because there there are always those people who value um, their own their own fame or or, or making money over people's actual uh, you know um, lives or 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 whatnot. You know, p- people willing to to walk on other people. A, a lot of the term I've been hearing lately a lot is climbers. And I think we're all kind of climbers, but I think it's like you got to <laughs> look at what you're climbing. Are you climbing on a wall or a ladder or on other people's backs? You know, metaphorically speaking, that is, you know, unless you're uh, Bruce Wayne trying to get out of that pit that Bane threw you in. That was the most ridiculous shit ever. How would there be a fucking hole and no one knows about it? And it's just crazy. And how did he fix a broken? You can't fix a broken back doing stretches. I'm sorry. I went off on a, on a tangent there. But yeah, I think it was kind of just thinking my because you know everyone I started out with in in Chicago, uh, me me and the old uh, the old guys and gals that that started out from my my graduation graduating class of like the early two uh, thousands. Um, you know, we we were kind of babes in the woods, and we would get so starstruck when someone would kind of come through town and be like, "I'm a producer," or. You know, there, there'd be there if there's a, a comedy festival and you got into that comedy festival. Like I remember, um, someone came to the Chicago Comedy Festival and saw me and said, "There's this role in a sitcom. Can you self tape?" And I had a friend tape me, and I did everything wrong in that tape, and I did not know how to act on camera. But I remember just being like, you know, oh, maybe this is my big break, you know. And 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 we we when you when you have, I just didn't I didn't think. I, I didn't think it would it would uh, have, um, you know the the. Well, I thought it was more of a, of a of an industry to play much more than say acting was. But there's, yeah, there's good and bad people everywhere. I hope I've answered your question. It's 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 really hard. I know I know I'm gonna be driving home and be like, oh shit, remember that one thing? I wish I could get a little more specificity for you. Uh, but the the great thing about it is, uh, as long as you are kind of just. Trying, you know, trying to make a living and get your art out there. You're always there will always be crushing disappointments, but uh, you'll be around the right kind of people. And I, I just saw Daniel Van Kirk uh, leaving the studio, who's a, a horrible guy. He's on the um, 
He's the Sklar Brothers uh, show, Dumb People Town. And, you know, you've, you've listened to him. He's insufferable. But I'm kidding. I love Daniel. And he's a, fu- a super funny, personable guy. And, and I'm, I have no doubt he's going to have his own talk show at some point of some kind. Um, probably in a bar in Chicago that'll be, you know, an international hit. But uh, he asked me about my wedding. He was like, I haven't seen you since the nuptials. And, I, and he's like, how was it? And I was like, my advice to you is get married in your 40s. Because at that point, you don't have to uh, answer to anyone. Was some relative going to tell me I have to have mine in a church? Go fuck yourself. I'm 43. I I really could give a shit. And none of them do, which is great. But they've all had... Everyone else in my family, you know, that's younger than me, has has all pretty much, or like around my age, has pretty much got married. So, years ago. So, who cares? My stretching weird analogy I'm drawing here is as long, you know, uh, you're definitely going to have your... innocent shattered in this in this biz on some level but as long as you yourself are not a shit bag you're going to you're going to be you're you're going to find yourself surrounded with some really good real people and really interesting funny talented people too uh, the, the the hole not to fall into is go I should be friends with that person because they could help my career you know that's that's when it's and 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 listen everyone can tell and, and, like, like if, if, if you were a very, very famous person and someone's sidling up to you and is trying to be your friend, you know why, you know? I mean, you know, Tom Hanks, when he's just out there partying out in the strip clubs, he knows why people are coming up to him and trying to get his number and be his pal. To be in his next Spielberg movie, you know? Because he's partying Tom Hanks. <laughs> I, I wish he really did that. Uh, okay, let's take the next call. Hey, Matt. <clears throat> it's Steve A.G. Ha! <laughs> Your friend, um, is what's your deal? Um, just a total stranger. I guess it even works for me. It was just like, hey, what's your deal? What would your answer be if you were just minding your own business? Mm-hmm. You weren't doing anything specific, and some dude just came up to you and said, <laughs> "What's your deal?" What would your answer be? Would you have a legitimate answer, or would you have just like a, fuck you, get out of my face? Do you have a deal, I guess? <laughs> um, also, my other question is, what's your favorite kind of store-bought pasta sauce? Like, say you're making spaghetti tonight. You got to go down to Gelson's and get some pasta sauce. What What's a Matt Bronger going to buy what do you recommend? That's all I got, Matt. Hope you're well. Bye. Steve Ag, I love Steve to death. Um, that's <laughs> the first one is a, is one of those fantastically vague, fantastically perfect questions. Yeah, if a dude just came up to me and asked my what's my deal out of out of nowhere, I think I'd laugh. I and I might I don't know if I'd tell him to fuck off, but I don't think I would answer him because that just sounds like that sounds like it goes into the category of what of like what the fuck are you looking at? Or a what's your problem kind of thing? Like he's trying to start some shit. Um, but if Steve Steve's asking that question, um, I, you know, I, I think I'm just an only child comedian uh, who uh, uh, lives on a, on a on a mixture of joy and fear, trying to get people uh, entertained with a, 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 an outlook on uh, life being finite, and uh, and and just trying to trying to savor every bite of every sandwich. I think, I think that's my deal. Um, <laughs> but I also, Steve, I just, I just saw you. I was giving, I gave platelets today, 
If anyone has uh, is has familiarity with my my album and special, Big Dumb Animal, uh, which is going to Amazon Prime soon. Plug plug. Uh, I did. A, I have a bit about giving platelets, which. If you guys don't know, it's you go to the Red Cross, and they put a needle in each of your arms, and uh, they take some blood out, and they put it in a spinner, and they get the white blood cells out. Then they put the blood back into you. It takes about an hour and a half, uh, sometimes longer, and so you just lay in this kind of uh, easy boy chair. And before, what, like when you come in, after you answer all the questions, uh, you you pick a movie, you pick a DVD, because that's what you do the whole time while they're while they're. Uh, taking out your bodily fluids and doing things with them, and um, and it's a cool thing. Like if you have if you have I have a positive, and that's the 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 blood they're always um, looking for, uh, and and it it, it 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 helps cancer patients, specifically kids. So that's kind of I do it about five or six times a year. Uh, and anyway, so I picked out Guardians of the Galaxy two, which I saw in the theaters, and I wasn't too nuts about. But I, I usually pick a movie I've already seen. I know what to expect. I just I'm wary of, of of getting a movie that I haven't seen, and there's like there's like some like heartbreak heartbreaking moment, and I start crying in the chair, and I can't wipe my face. That's that's my fear. So I'll take like an action movie or you know something. So anyway, Steve is in that as a as a hilarious space pirate, and it was it's that's my favorite thing when I see some friend of mine in a movie just out of nowhere. Like I knew he was in it, I know he was what he was doing in it. So I that's so that's so fucking crazy that you called in because I just saw you in um in a movie while I had a needle in each of my arms, um and not in the fun way. You know, not 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 when you're doing the old the old heroin cross arm, right? We've all done that. Me and Steve, we were younger and had hope. Um, my favorite kind of store bought pasta sauce. I read something. I think it was Mario Batali said, if you're going to buy a store bought pasta sauce, just get the one with the least amount of ingredients. And so I I will if I'm getting like a red sauce, I will get the one with just has like tomatoes um, and gar and like and I try to get the one with the most garlic in it, the most garlicky. Tomato sauce that doesn't have sugar in it. That's kind of the one that I get. Boring answer, um, but but yeah, there you go. Thanks for calling in, Steve. That was that was that was really awesome. And um, uh, you know, I I mean, I I hate I hate to say it. This is going to sound on PC, but Steve, I will never forgive you for turning Ellen Page gay. Um, just a just a wrong. I've told Steve this, by the way. Um, and by the way, I don't fucking believe that. You can't turn someone gay. Uh, but I, um, we did this Channel 101 roast, and I made fun of Steve because he always has pictures of himself with some famous person that he's been hanging out with. And he had, he had like thousands, and, like, and he puts them online. It's not like he keeps them in a shoebox to beat off into. No, he, he, he puts them online. And so he had all these, every Instagram photo of him in like 2012 or something was with him, him and Ellen Page. And uh, and then like like something like months later, she came out publicly. And so that was what I was going to say in the roast. And I forgot to say that shit. God damn it. Because Steve is a big monster like me. And, you know, it was just the idea that the, the tem- two of them just hanging out, not even being sexual at all, just playing guitar together and, you know, um, buying buying shrimp at a, at a, a, a roadside seafood stand or something and just hanging out and her going, you know what? Guys are fucking gross. And then there you go. That's, that's how you switch. But, um, honestly, God damn it. Ellen Page is so pretty and cool. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah, look, 
thanks thanks again for calling in. I Steve's one of those guys who is just the just a giant sweetheart and um and uh, uh I I love to see him in literally anything. Steve last thing I'll say about Steve. Steve had the funniest bit about um he was on a Sarah Silverman program with uh Brian Posehn and they played uh a couple and he he had this bit about how he was he would get all these letters from guys that were like thank you for presenting uh a, a the 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 gay men that, that I know and that I am, um, and it, like big middle aged out of shape men, and they had pictures they'd send him, and he'd look at the pictures and go, I don't want to be this kind of fucking gay man. <laughs> I don't want to look like me. So it's it's dark and it's fucked up, and it's my, one of my favorite kinds of jokes. Anyway, uh, let's get another call. Hey, Mister Dingery Do, uh, this is Mister Barnaby Jones here. Uh, I might remember to hit you up a while back. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> so my question is, um, having to do with holiday stuff, every year my company I've been with for fucking 12 years now, um, <clears throat> they have a end-of-the-year meeting, uh, massive hotel, nice stuff, but it's a week's worth of training, and during this week I have to share a room with another man that is uh, just kind of described the co-workers I have super alpha male I am definitely not that at all um, in the car industry if you will uh, anyway so my question is I have to spend an entire week with tons and tons of people who have drastically different southern values than I do that's why I moved out there and moved up to Portland man so, question, how in the hell do you deal with a bunch of alpha dogs around you without just fucking walking away and, you know, still keeping up good ties with your um, uh, your coworkers, dude? All right. Thanks a bunch, man. Always uh, love your stuff and can't wait to hope to see you again sometime in Portland, man. Peace. Hey Barnaby, uh, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, yeah, and 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 thank, thanks for the for the kind words. I'll be back um, in Portland. Uh, I'm playing Helium for New Year's Eve, so uh, yet another plug. You can go to mattbronger.com for four tickets, uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, I'll be there the, that weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But enough about about me. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a conundrum, man. It's 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 tough that not only you have to do, you know. A week of training, but you have to share a room uh, with with someone else. That's 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 rough, rough stuff. And especially you describing that they they seem diametrically different than 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 your outlook. But um, I think my first piece of advice would be just overall, don't drive yourself crazy. I, I found I find uh, so often in my life, and it took me a long time to get to this point to reach this realization of 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 my truth is that. More often than not, I will drive myself insane uh, if I let myself just just imagining and uh, already preparing, um, you know, uh, for for what's to come. If you're like me, you have arguments in your head with people. I think everyone does that, and those are dumb. It's it's stupid. You have these dumb little victories in your head that mean nothing, and you're you're projecting on a, a person uh, uh, an imaginary dynamic. Um, just you know, like they say in, in yoga, uh, just be mindful and be aware of how much you're doing to yourself in terms of mental damage. And, and, you know, 
driving yourself nuts about it uh, uh, before it before it it starts. Look, I I did it. I did it today. I did it yesterday. Yesterday I showed up to. I did. A, I did a podcast. Oh, excuse me, two days ago, and you know I thought we were going to start right on time, but I got in there and they do uh, about a half an hour of writing before we go in. Now no one told me that, and. I wasn't on that tide of a schedule, so it was no big deal. But for about five minutes, I wanted to be like, hey, what the fuck? Can we go? Can we just start? Hey. You know, but then I just told myself, look, where do you have to be right now? Hang out with these folks. And, and I did, and we had a, a we had a blast talking about the news of the day. And, it, you know, it's what, it became exactly the opposite of what I thought it was going to be. Today, I went in to do platelets, and um, they do this thing where you you fill out this um, this thing called a rapid pass. And you answer all the because they answer all these they give you all these personal questions about who 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 you've you know if you've if you've um, uh, I have a, a whole joke about it but I won't go into it but just like your sexual your, your 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 sexual history and if you ever share needles with anybody blah 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 and I you know I've had the same answers to those questions for like ten or fifteen years so I just fill it out in advance I didn't realize you have to fill it out in advance the day of I pulled out the pulled up the form the day before and filled it up and 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 turned it in they're like no this is this is from yesterday. I'm like, um, well, I haven't uh, swapped needles bef- between now and then. Like, I got kind of, uh, I got a little shitty, and then I and and realizing I'd have to fill out all those fucking questions again. Um, but she was like, oh, I'm sorry, it's policy. And I'm like, you know what? It's not your fault. It's okay. And it, again, I'm doing fine for time. I'll take care of it. Um, neither of those things are what you're dealing with or going to deal with. But just keep an open mind. And I think some of those guys like like might surprise you, especially one on one. But that said, you know it far bo- far more than me. These guys might be walking around uh, with uh, with uh, um, t-shirts that say say no means yes, yes means anal, as those shitbag frat boys uh, were were chanting in that awful video. Uh, these guys might be uh, just dyed in the wool uh, pieces of crap. Um, I'm sorry. I thought you were showing me something. I was trying. I'm, I'm distracted by shiny objects um, by by producers. Um, uh, that's neither here nor there. You might be right to be very wary of the situation coming up. But um, again, don't don't drive yourself crazy about it. And when you need when you need a moment, just walk away. Walk away. Take a second. Um, say you need a smoke break, even if you don't smoke. Um, just announce you got to take a, a a a long heavy dump and leave. Just take just just don't be afraid to take some time for yourself. I find the more you stand up for yourself and don't pander, you become uh, uh, someone that uh, that is that is wanted. That that people were like, oh, this this person is their own their own his own guy. So, huh? Maybe he's maybe maybe this is this this maybe we. Sh- Shouldn't be as shitty to him as we are, or you know, whatever. You become uh, desirable, even in a in a biz- from a business standpoint. Um, but just don't just don't let them draw you in. The the problem with guys like that um, that are doing the alpha thing is generally because they're uh, they're either they're unaware uh, and and ignorant, or or they're deeply afraid, or both. There's there's really no reason for someone to walk into a room and 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 need to take it over and and all that shit, other than than ego and ego is just you know often a, just a a big old big old blanket for the darkness beneath. So you know e- even if if uh, these guys are trying to throw around their weight or you know and 
even if you're, let's say, you're, let's call him your cellmate is is trying to do that. You know, make sure to stand up for yourself, but at the same time, don't don't uh, don't let them really affect you. You can always just say in your head, hey, it's only a fucking week. And then, you know, I live my life by treats because I'm because I'm 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 evidently a a a, a dog of some kind. But like it's <laughs> like I really believe that you should give yourself things um, uh, for 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 living through things, for putting up with things, for working hard, things like that. That's why we have bars and ice cream and um, and uh, <laughs> you know good relationships and and quiet nice moments. Tell yourself what you're gonna do. At the end of that week for yourself. Tell yourself, you know, like maybe you like Chinese food. Just be like, I am going to eat all the Chinese food at the end of this week. Or maybe you like going to see comedy, buy a ticket to, to, to a show. Maybe like a movie that maybe your, your wife, your girlfriend, or your, your boyfriend, or your husband doesn't want to see. Like you get to have your time. Go do something just for you. Uh, and, and tell yourself that that's, you know, what, what you're into. I, you know, I keep drawing parallels to my life but i literally just did that today like i when i had the, the 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 needles in my arms i was sitting there going oh what am i having for lunch because <laughs> i'm gonna eat something really fucking good and i did i had a nice little lunch and you know it's it it gets you through having 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 a thing that's 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 coming next i feel like that's the root of uh of <laughs> of hopelessness is um not seeing anything coming up not seeing anything good coming up, and shit, man, this this too shall pass. And, and um, you know, I'd recommend seeing the movie Cedar Rapids too with um, Ed Helms and John C. Riley, where uh, they basically have a, a a weekend company trip, and and people get way too drunk and stuff. And it's it's a it's a it's a funny movie. It's not the best movie, but it's got a lot of really great moments, and um, it's actually ironically it's it's set. In uh, it's shot in this terrible fucking hotel. I stayed in this hotel in um, in Ann Ar- just outside Ann Arbor, Michigan. I've stayed in it like three times. The last the last time I, st- I I did it, I was like I I will not. I told my agent I was like tell him I'm not staying in that hotel. Like you know uh, uh, I, I I'm not. I love that club, but and and it, now they got me a nice hotel a, a hotel that's in town. It's walkable to the club, all that jazz. This hotel. Is just fallen into such disrepair, and you can kind of see in the movie they, they even for the movie you watch the movie you're like oh that's not so bad now there it's just a, it's a shithole I literally I came home after two shows one night and I I've told the the long version of this story uh, maybe like a year ago on the show but like uh, suffice it to say I came back into the lobby there's no one at the desk nobody no one there at all and the lobby floor is blanketed. In empty pizza boxes and crushed beer cans. I'm not kidding you. Like, it's one of those hotels just hanging on by a fucking thread, and they didn't have anyone to even be there to go. Sorry, sorry, got to step around this shit, or much less clean it up. Like it, it was such a weird, effed up feeling. I wrote a short story about what if a guy checked into a hotel and there was one guy, like late at night, and there was one guy there. Uh, that was running the hotel, and he locked the guy in and just fucked with the dude all night long in the hotel, and the guy couldn't get out. Like, I wrote, like, a, a slightly comical horror story based on being in this hotel. Um, so, anyway, watch watch that movie. Just get, you know, the key to the situation is just perspectives. 
Like I can tell by your voice, you're still a young dude. Um, and even if you weren't, whatever, you're gonna your life's gonna go on. Like just this is this this is just a week. I think I think as long as you keep a good sense of humor, don't drive yourself crazy and just keep perspective on the whole situation, um, you know, you'll 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 come out fine. You're gonna come out fine regardless, but just don't just don't let it affect you too much. And, you know, just like the old the old thing that our parents always told us, like, oh, uh, you know, that that bully's as scared of you as you are of him, which may or n- may not be true. I bet that dude doesn't want a roommate as much as you don't want a roommate. So, you know, just just use your time, stay out of the room as much as you can. You know, just uh, make other friends. Do your thing during the day. Take the fuck off at night. Come back at midnight. Go to sleep. Get up early. Go to the gym. Just avoid it. Just use it for sleep, shits, and showers. That's my advice to you, Barnaby. Anyway, thanks for calling in, man. Um, let's see. I guess I should do a, a couple a couple little plugs here. Uh, I've got... So, uh, as I record this, I'm going to be going to New York this weekend. I'm going to do kind of a cool thing. I'm helping a, a friend is shooting a pilot where he's, he's, he's a host, and I'm doing kind of a... Um, uh, I'm going to kind of coach him. A little bit in terms of being a live performer, and so that that's that's fun. I'm going to be kind of like the the Bob Fosse to his Liza Minnelli. That's exciting. Um, but then uh, next weekend, uh, show start up again, the 15th of December, which is a Friday. I'm going to be in Milwaukee at the uh, what's it called, the Underground Collaborative, which is a cool ass name for a place. Adam Burke is joining me, Chicago com- comedian Adam Burke, and uh, he's great. And then. Uh, December 16th, I'll be back in Chicago doing the, uh, doing Lincoln Hall. And that's rad. Uh, that's one of my favorite venues in one of my all-time favorite cities where I started out. So, uh, get tickets, go to mattbronger.com and, uh, keep those calls coming guys. Uh, really appreciate everyone being so supportive and very cool. Make sure you rate, uh, the podcast if you would, um, you know, give it all the stars on iTunes. That's how we drive more people to, uh, to the show, I'm trying to get um, uh, out there and get get the get the people uh, knowing about it because I feel like we're um, we're doing some we're doing some fun stuff. This is not a thing I'm I'm making money off of. This is not a thing I'm making where I want to be the next like you know uh, Doctor Drew or Donahue or what have you. This is just something I want to do in a podcast. I don't want this to turn into a, a TV show. This is something I, I like. You know, just riding the airwaves and 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 just. Just being as much of a fun-loving shitbag as I want to be. You know what I mean? So the number, again, is 323-776-3609. Uh, thanks again for picking me up, and this is me. 